Third of Relationships Radio Show is copyrighted. No one is to use in part or full any portion of the show without express written consent from myself, Greg Dzinski, or the Art of Relationships. Thank you. Licensed Relationship and Sex Counselor, Greg Dzinski's, also known as Master G, the Art of Relationships will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy in your romantic relationships. He will also welcome live calls from listeners and help him with these very challenges. Heard of the old repetitive and tiresome tit-for-tat arguments? Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a quick, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax to a happier you. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan, <laughs> but to some of us, he is simply known as Master G. Hey everybody, it's uh, Greg Dzinski, licensed professional counselor, relationship and sex specialist. And this is, of course, the Art of Relationships radio show. How's everybody doing out there? I got the chat up, so hit me up on there with your comments and questions. As always, you can give me a call live. I get bored, okay? Give me a call. That way you're not just listening to my voice. (laughs) Give me a call, 586-212-4196. Topic tonight is talking about your sexual rhythm. Sexual rhythm, baby. What's your sexual rhythm? And I want to... I'm going to hear this, right? Oh, it's when we're rocking and rolling and just hitting the right spot. That might be your physical rhythm, and that's part of it. That's part of your sexual rhythm. But I'm going to get into defining and helping everybody out and maybe define your sexual rhythm with a partner, right? Can you have your sexual rhythm by yourself, menage de moi, masturbating? Yes, (laughs) but, right, why is it that way, but you might be out of sync with your partner, right? Also, yesterday, I was going into my office, driving in, and I talked about this uh, human sexuality class today, we're talking, and I said, yesterday, right, which was, shit, what was it, Tuesday, February the 10th, in America... It is actually the number one highest level of breakups in the country, in the United States. The number one breakup right before Valentine's Day. I say, shit, why don't you do it? If you're going to do it, do it by Christmas, right? That way you're saving more money. (laughs) New Year's Eve, Christmas gifts, or maybe Hanukkah, right? No prejudice. And Valentine's Day. But the number one day for breakups in the country is February 10th. Isn't that whacked? Don't ask me where they get the stats or anything on this, but they break up. Is it because why? Don't have to buy a Valentine's Day gift, whatever. And maybe part of tying it in with breakups and everything this show, how many people you break up with somebody 
because the sexual rhythm ain't there. Or maybe the sex just isn't what you mm, want. Well, we all want sex, but maybe the sex isn't satisfying, isn't pleasurable. Maybe you're doing all the work, right? This is all part of the sexual rhythm. Maybe you're the one that's always throwing the other one up against the wall, and you want to be thrown up against the wall. Maybe you're the one always caressing and rubbing and touching, and maybe you want to feel loved and you want to feel desired. And I hear a lot of complaints from the ladies that the men aren't doing this, right? But in all actuality, there's guys out there too. I just had a couple last night, that the woman, she's not touchy-feely, caressing, whatever, and it drives her husband crazy, right? So all of this is going to encompass tonight's show, right, about finding your sexual rhythm. What exactly is the sexual rhythm within a couple, right? This all entails, right? Of course, rocking and hitting the right spots, of course, right? Knowing each other's pleasure zones, right? When to touch them, how to touch them, right? And everyone's like, duh, Greg, that's a no-brainer. I get it. That's common sense, right? That's important. That's crucial. However, the big thing is when not only knowing you know, where to touch, how to touch. I talked about that on numerous shows. That's a given. But what I mean is your sexual rhythm is what you both are in sync with sexual frequency, what you both want, what you both want to be happy and satisfied regarding how often you want to have sex, right? How often... Do you want to have sex, right? And it could be different. And I want you to get away from the social stigmas, right? Okay, well, the average American couple, married couples, has sex 1.5 times per week, right? 1.5. I'm like, what the fuck? Only... Maybe only one of them are getting off, right? That's the half, not both, right? So maybe it'd be two times a week. But forget about the social stigmas. Forget about what your neighbors, what your friends, how they're having sex, when they're having sex. You look at yourself, and this is all incorporates part of uh Maybe a small piece about the frequency about your sex life, right? And you have, you know, wives and husbands that they'll go back and forth and, you know, the husband might say, well, I know our neighbors only have it once a week and the wife wants it three times a week or four times a week. Yeah, I said the wife. And you look at, you know what? Why comparing it and you try to justify your sexual level of frequency, not only with frequency, it mixes with appetite. And I'm going to differentiate what maybe sexual appetite means. And it might be a variance what a lot of people think it is, right? But 
you know, getting in the frequency, and it seems like, and I agree with Dr. Snarch on this, that the one person in the relationship that has the lowest desire for sex is the one that controls the sex in the relationship, right? How pathetic is that? But it's true, right? The lower desire is the one that controls typically when sex is going to happen. So look at frequency. Forget about that. What would you like? And if you guys are at total opposites of the spectrum, like I talked about you know, numerous times, is tendency, that relationship won't last. And you get this, oh, Greg, what? That's all you base relationships on sex. No, I'm not talking about me. I'm talking the general public and everything. And yes, lack of sex can destroy a relationship big time, right? If you both have, say, a low desire, no big deal, right? But if one has maybe a moderate to high level of desire horniness and the other one doesn't, you're going to have problems big time. And we're also going, not only with frequency, but I'm going to get into the appetite part of that makes up your sexual rhythm. And also, if your sex life is great and it's fulfilling, fantastic. I'm, I'm happy for you, right? Shit, I'm jealous now. <laughs> you look at the situation, you're great, right? I, I get all this. But you're looking at how often... In a couple, in your relationship, is there awkwardness? You're afraid to say no because, oh, my God, he's going to pout like, like a little child, like a little boy not getting his way. You know, knock it off. That You need to grow up, man up a little bit, <clears throat> and realize that your partner, both the man and the woman, have a right to say no. You know, I'm not in the mood. The problem is if... They're saying no all the time or on a consistent basis. Then you need some probably professional help or blatantly one of them, typically the one that wants sex more and not feeling love, not feeling desired. Ah, this is all part of the sexual rhythm is they're going to have an affair. They're going to go look elsewhere or they're going to kill the relationship and then look at well, elsewhere. That's just the way it is. Okay, sexual appetite, this comes in with maybe variance. Everyone assumes appetite has to go with frequency, right? Yes and no. But the appetite is maybe what style of sex. Do you always want to just animalistic fuck, right? Or are you the one that don't want that because you feel dirty, naughty? Oh, my God, right? And I talked about tied that in with, you know, talk dirty to me on Sunday night show. But the appetite goes with maybe the style of sex, right? Are you into nibbling, maybe a little biting, a little slapping or 
or spanking or maybe a lot of slapping and spanking on the ass, right? Some people are in the choking. This is all what I mean about sexual appetite. And are you guys on the same page with this, right? So we have, you know, maybe frequency. That's all part of your sexual rhythm as a couple and your appetite for the style of sex you like, you enjoy, right? That's maybe important, right? Are you always going to be on the same page regarding this? And this is something to look at. Are you holding back, right? Are you maybe not fully satisfied because you're afraid to voice your concerns, voice your fantasies, voice what you want to try. And if you're afraid to talk to your partner about all this, or maybe they don't even want to talk about it to you because they're, they're blushing, oh my God, you know, that's disgusting, that's whatever. Is that all you think about? They shut you down because their own discomfort with sexuality or they sort of shut you down um criticize you all these aspects that means and that's telling me your sexual rhythm is way out of sync it's not even a rhythm it might not even be a beat at that point right when that starts happening Sexual rhythm, it's going to ebb and flow like a lot of relationships do. But as the most part, what do you do to maintain and try to get that rhythm as smooth as possible? I'm not talking smooth like soul and R&B. I'm talking smooth where you're both on the same page. It is more than crucial. Again, Give me, a, give me a call. I'd love to hear your insights this pre-Valentine's Day weekend and Super Hump Night Wednesday night <laughs> on your sexual rhythm. Give me a call, 586-212-4196. Another thing, you know, along with appetite and talking about the styles of sex and all this ass you know, those aspects, you look at what would it take for you guys to get in on the mood? Ooh, 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 hold on. Sorry, reading the uh, chat. Uh, but how do you become more comfortable doing a different style of sex for your partner? Oh, my God, this is a phenomenal question. And this is all part of maybe... It is a huge part. Not only this falls in line with the appetite of, you know, sexual repertoire, sexual styles, if you will. It's all entitled, or my variance, if you were, my definition of sexual appetite goes with variant styles, um, whatever. If people are in a B&D, S&M, all that stuff, right? Now you look at, how do you become more comfortable doing a different style of sex for your partner? Now, is this for your partner, number one, or is this or could this be for each other and for your relationship, right? And the individual on the live chat, I'm going to hit on, you know, you're looking at it. 
I'm all about pleasing, you know, partner and wanting to try different things, whatever she would need and want to try to feel more pleased, more pleasurable, whatever. I want to do that for her, right? And a lot of women want to do that for guys. So be more comfortable. You have to remember, are you willing to try it? That's one thing, right? We all have boundaries, and I talk about this. You can have sexual rhythm and still have your own personal boundaries about what you won't do, right? Different style could mean a threesome. And if you're not into that, and that's against your values, right? You don't do it, but you can still have sexual rhythm as a couple. Do you get my drift? Maybe... You know, he's in the anal sex, or maybe he's not in the anal sex, but you are. And you talk about it, right? You talk about your discomfort. About It's not about having your sexual rhythm. It's not about doing something you don't want to do. I, I never advocate that. I advocate about trying different things. But if it's uncomfortable for you... You don't do it. It's, it's that simple, okay? So, you know, becoming more comfortable, you maybe ease into it. You try a little bit. Pretending what style it is, you can all try it. But if it's uncomfortable or if it causes pain, you, you got a right to say, no, no, this isn't working for me. And hopefully your partner will be respectful enough to say, okay, no big deal, we're going to stop. That's all part of being in sync with the sexual rhythm I'm talking about. Everyone assumes sexual rhythm, yeah, how we rock back and forth, how we do the, the physical aspects of it, but it's all of that. It's the physical, it's the appetite, the frequency aspect, and also the emotional connection and the emotional Safety and physical safety, all this incorporates the sexual rhythm. So to become more comfortable doing a different style as the chatter, chatter, that sounds like talking, but you look at those aspects and what do you do to become more comfortable? First, you have to want to try something, okay? You can be afraid or feel like you're not going to be good at it and all this, but talk about it. Talk about it with your partner, and hopefully they're open enough to be able to understand and be empathetic. And if they're not, then I'm going to want to know why are you with that individual. If you don't feel safe doing that, are you ever going to increase or improve your sexual rhythm? Okay, hopefully that helps, right? You ease into it. Maybe you practice. It depends. You go easy. You go slow with whatever different style um, you're you're looking at, okay, without selling yourself out. That is crucial. That is a big thing. And the individual on chat, you look at when you're talking different style, you know, it could be. Um, a position, you know, I don't, when you mean style, um, it could be a position. It could be maybe doing bondage, maybe doing spanking, maybe S&M, 
Um, you know, so style could be taken, you know, different ways. But I'm going to say, regardless if it's a position or a style like uh, role playing or, or, you know, a little bit of mild bondage, tying you up, tickling, whatever, um, that you do it slow. You talk about your worries. You talk about your concerns. Yeah, I'd like to try. However, you have a safe word. If it hurts, you got a right to say stop. And that means not stop when you're done, when you get off. No, that means you stop right fucking now, right? That's a matter of respect because if they don't, chances are you will not feel safe with your partner again, okay? And that if you don't feel safe sexually or comfortable with each other, chances are your sexual rhythm will always be out of sync. Does that make sense? Hopefully it does, okay? Um, Hopefully that'll provide uh, some insights Hopefully for the chat. I appreciate that very much. That's a terrific question, by the way. I love it. Well, I'm going to take a little breather, and I'm going to be back in a few moments. Thanks again. This is Greg. This is the Art of Relationships radio show. I'll be back in a few moments. Thank you much. If you're looking for that unique, cool fashion statement, check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. She has hand-painted, uh, hand-designed canvas shoes for you, your loved one. It's an inspirational piece unique to your own taste. Check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. Again, that's Shoes by Shay on Facebook. Waking up, kissing the floor of a bathroom stall. This isn't any way to live, no, not at all. And every one of these kids is so
like to call myself the great pretender before you tell me why you remember when you used to stand for something more than this. I always think it's happy. Yeah, Hey, welcome back. Sorry about that. This is Greg Dzinski. This is the Art of Relationships radio show. That song was called The Great Pretender by Skyway Traffic. Awesome. Um, Check them out on YouTube. That's Skyway Traffic. Um, Musician, Eric, phenomenal musician, vocalist. Again, that's the Great Pretender. Check him out on YouTube, Skyway Traffic. Back on the air, talking about you know your sexual rhythm and tying up before the break. And somebody on chat, you know, mentioned about you know trying to become more comfortable when you're insecure and not feeling confident. And this was a follow up. I mentioned about confident trying something new it's okay cut yourself some slack okay with not worrying about being perfect all the time maybe right the old saying practice makes perfect but again do not sell yourself out if you're willing to try it fantastic go ahead try it but ease into it okay go ahead and ease into the situation don't dive in and expecting even if your partner has experience in it and you don't your partner better respect that and respect you that and sort of you need to ease into it okay so don't knock yourself down so much and saying and worried about i get it about being self-confident and everything but your willingness to try is a huge plus and i i think that would be cool and shows you care about your partner and you care about the relationship but again you're not going to sell yourself out if you're totally against something don't do it and ease into it cut yourself some slack that maybe maybe you can laugh if it doesn't oh my god that was awkward oh my god i suck at that but you can go ahead and learn from that okay and um you you go ahead um, and try, just try, and don't beat yourself up if it doesn't work. It's a learning experience, and maybe something that you're willing, give yourself credit for even wanting to try or to try it, and sort of reduce the pressure that you have to be perfect at it, not at all. And if you have a good enough relationship, you should be comfortable enough to maybe like, oh, my God, that was awkward. And maybe you can laugh and joke about it, right? I'm all for that. And they should be supportive in that. If not, then you need to look at maybe that's not the person for me. The number one thing about sexual rhythm, and I talked about this at the beginning of the show, is to feel 
emotionally and physically safe with one another, right? Talked about the frequency is tied in the sexual rhythm. That you're on the same page about that. The appetite meaning, right? The styles meaning maybe not only positions, but do you like to integrate, you know, do you want a little bit of ass spanking? No. Do you want a little bit of nibbling, biting, pulling hair, um, or tugging on hair? Whatever. Whatever you're into that you guys are on the same page. Again, I'm going to repeat this. Sound like a freaking broken record, but you do not sell yourself out. I'm all about trying, but if you're totally against something... You have a right to say no, and that does not, nor should it, kill the sexual rhythm between you guys. Got it? Okay, good. Okay, another thing, going sexual rhythm, you're looking at, what about moods, right? What happens, and I talked about this in a human sexuality class earlier today about sexual rhythm and the moods about what happens when one isn't in the mood and the other one is, right? And you sit in the situations where you look at the other one that isn't in the mood and the other one that is, and then the one that isn't in the mood says, well, how come you didn't try to get me in the mood? And the one in the mood is saying, what? I'm confused. You weren't in the mood. I didn't think you were in the mood. You were saying you're tired, headache. Not feeling good, whatever. Why in the hell would I want to try, right? And it gets very, very confusing for each other. And that's what I mean that you can read each other in the sexual rhythm that you can, okay, you can maybe have the confidence to try if the other one isn't in the mood. And that one has the right, no, I'm really not in the mood. Okay, no big deal. Okay, right? Now, I said if that happens all the time or very frequently, more than not, then the sexual rhythm ain't going to happen and you guys are in trouble as a relationship. Big trouble. Going to be honest and going to be blunt. And you look at when your mood and that you try, right? That you can try when one is not in the mood. You can try maybe a little sweet kissing, little kissing on the neck, foreplay, whatever, right? Joking around. Maybe that will get the other one in the mood. But again, they have a right to say no. I'm not about sexual rhythm isn't about your partner telling you or having the body language. You know what I mean about saying, oh, hurry up. Okay, I guess if you really want to, hurry up, get it over with. Are you done yet? E. That is not rhythm. That's Fucking pathetic, plain and simple, okay? So that's not what I mean about sending yourself out. If you're not in the mood, then you have a right to say no, right? And if the one wants to try to get you in the mood, uh, all about that, right? You can try. Maybe someone will become in, in the mood, male or female. It's not gender bias. And you look at the situation where you can try, okay? So part of that, again, is respecting each other to say no. Of course, the big one, you know, knowing each other's pleasure points, right? Knowing each other, 
what your partner loves, what they hate, how they want to be touched, how they want to be sucked, licked, fingered, caressed, kissed. God, am I missing anything? Nibbled? I think I said that. You know what I mean. Now, you you know each other's pleasure points and you know what mood sort of calls for each pleasure point to be licked, sucked, nibbled, uh, pulled, yanked, <laughs> whatever you want to call it, spanked, that you can read each other on what each other wants, doesn't want, depending on each other's moods. Ooh, as I talked about today in class, boy, is sex this complicated it doesn't have to be if you pay attention to one another you communicate and you talk to each other right even when you're in the act if something's not working for you, no this ain't working why don't we try something else don't worry about breaking the physical rhythm here we go right breaking that rhythm is something they feeling right whatever physically right that doesn't mean you break the emotional connection. I think that even makes you feel safer with one another and it deepens the sexual relationship and it deepens the sexual rhythm between you guys that you respect each other and you also know the pleasure points based on the moods, right? When we're maybe in a more loving mood, we don't want to get spanked. We don't maybe want the pulling. We want the loving gentle. And can you say that to one another? Are you afraid, oh, he's going to be bored, she's going to be bored, that you guys connect with each other and you have enough respect to go with what your partner needs at that particular sexual episode? (laughs) That might be maybe a good word, sexual event, sexual episode, Um, that you guys read each other. And that's how, you know, you really can have the sexual rhythm between each other, right? Another thing tied in, I'm going to sort of add this on to it, and it's sort of part of, it is a big part of the sexual frequency, but how many people make sex a priority in your relationship, right? And I, Greg, it should be a priority. Well, no shit, I agree. For me, every relationship's, You know, I'm in whatever. I want it to be a priority, and I want it to be for my partner to be a priority as well. That doesn't mean 24-7, you know, five times a day, not at all. But that it's important, and I want it to be important for my partner too, right? I don't want it to be just, okay, I have to, or I should, right, just to make him happy, just to make her happy. That's a bunch of... BS, but making sex, if you both make sex a priority in a relationship, right? And that ties in with the appetite frequency. They all go sort of hand in hand that that is all part of the sexual rhythm that I'm talking about. And hopefully I'm not confusing anybody, but how many people out there make Sex a priority. Oh, we shouldn't, Greg. There's no way. It shouldn't be. We it just happens, right? We it's a priority, right? We don't have to work on it. Hey, now I'm gonna ask you, right? 
the meaning behind sex. This, you know, making sex a priority says a lot about the meaning of sex to the relationship, which is huge, all incorporated with the sexual rhythm, the meaning of sex to the relationship. And it also tells a lot about what the sexual meaning is to one another as individuals, right? What's that say about you? What's that say about the relationship? And if you find meaning of and use sex as a way of deepening your relationship in a way of connecting to each other physically, emotionally, you know, on those intimate levels, maybe that's going to blossom and get you more in sync with the sexual rhythm of your relationship, right? And the big thing about, you know, making a sex a priority, not only, you know, emotionally and connecting soulfully and physical pleasure, all that tied into the one, but what happens, right, Greg? But we have kids, right? When they're babies, right? Maybe not. They sleep a lot. Eat, sleep, no big deal. So you might have time, right? But you have, oh, my God, those midnight feedings, 2 o'clock feedings. You're tired. You're whipped. I get it. But what happens when the kid sort of gets legs? Well, you know what I mean. Gets legs walking around, running around. They become one, two, three, four. Oh, my God. Then five, six. Oh, my God, they might hear us having sex. How much does that ruin the sexual rhythm in the relationship? And if one of you are always worried about the kids, get a damn lock for your door, people, number one, right? And I don't care. I mentioned this today. I don't care if it's a cheap $2, the old latch, you know, simple freaking latch on your door you put up with screws no big deal to keep the kids out and they need to respect the boundaries and this is part of you as a couple making sex a priority in a relationship right and that you're making your partner a priority huge okay so when the kids come into the picture right the focus goes on the kids you're more tired stressed out Worried about them hearing you. I get all this. But what would it take to have more confidence and still say, this is part of us and we're not going to lose this, right? Okay? We're not going to lose this. We're not going to let our kids disrupt our sexual pleasure, our love for one another, and ruining our connection. All this, all these I'm talking about, all these aspects make up the sexual rhythm of the relationship and what areas do you want to improve on and you look at that you're able to sort of read each other sort of mind reading or emotional reading each other when you know once you're in the mood to be down and dirty throw you up against the wall and fuck your brains out versus being more loving, making love, that you can read each other. Not only that, but if you do misread one another, you can dial the other one or dial both of you in at the same time by talking, communicating. Oh, hon, I just I want to make love. I want to hold you tight. I want to be more gentle. Then you go with that. The number one connection, you know, or 
dealing with sexual rhythm is the emotional connection, right? And the emotional connection, respect for one another and giving of yourself, right? And if you're not confident with yourself, it's very difficult because you're always going to be maybe not only in the back of your mind, it's going to be in the forefront right on your forehead. Oh my God, I'm worried about the kids hearing us. Oh my God, I can't scream that loud because the kids are going to hear us. Now, when you're thinking about all this, and believe me, the, the guys do, some guys do this too. It's not just the mothers. Um, guys do it. They're worried about the kids here. And oh my God, I'm going to ruin it. Um, all this stuff, right? So it's both genders. And you look at, if you are constantly thinking while you're having sex and you're thinking about this, where the hell's your sexual rhythm? Do you understand? That tells me why are you even doing it? Ooh. Sort of blunt, isn't it? Maybe I get that you're doing Maybe you want to, and you're sort of in the mood. However, you're not able to block out the kids might hear you. So what? Right? Is it normal? In this country, oh, my God, sex is taboo. We can't do that. You know why? Maybe it's mom and dad loving each other, right? Or maybe you're not mom and dad. Maybe it's second marriage or you're in a relationship uh, and you already have kids, right? It's a way. It's healthy. It's normal. We're loving each other. That's it. Oh, my God, didn't sound like that. I thought the house going to break down, fall apart with all the banging <laughs> going on. Your kid says, and then you get all embarrassed. Well, we're loving each other in a rough way. <laughs> no, these are uh, hopefully key ingredients that are going to help you, you know, establish a sexual rhythm and look at things. Part of it, the big thing is trying to get you guys to open up, to communicate and about the insecurities and connecting on all these levels, right? Like I said, you know, the sexual rhythm gets killed if one is doesn't care about sex, right? Or it's just doing it because they feel it's their husbandly duty or wifely duty just going through the motions. That ain't going to cut it. And you will never have any type of sexual rhythm. Because usually your partner can feel it and it's just going to kill it. Okay? So get on that. Get on the same page with the sexual appetite. How you sort of read each other's moods, not only how you read them, but how can you incorporate and sort of integrate or maybe be flexible with your sexual pleasures or your sexual mood? How can you integrate your sexual mood with the emotional mood, right? That's a big thing, okay? And make sex a priority. Think of it as a way of connecting, Right, And remember, sex also, and having a healthy sex life and being in sync with not one another, oh my God, it just solidifies the relationship even more. And you know what I'm talking about, right? Okay. So, thank you very much for listening tonight. 
uh, gonna cut out a few minutes early, but everybody have a nice hump night or rest of it. Hopefully, you guys can start. Uh, let's face it, incorporating and working on. Yeah, I say work. It sounds bad, right? Or practicing. There we go. Maybe you can start practicing uh, getting in sync and finding a sexual rhythm. In the relationship, right? And you guys can have a happier, fun, more deep, more connected sex life, but also connect emotionally, all integrated that with the physical pleasure, excuse me, and emotional pleasures all in one to encompass and bridge the gap and have that groove, baby, to your sexual rhythm, <laughs> okay? Everybody have a nice night. I will be back Sunday evening, 8 o'clock. Everybody, please have a safe rest of the week. And for the Valentine's Day people out there, enjoy, have fun. I'd love to hear your stories, you know, uh, what was done, you know, for you, maybe to you, (laughs) uh, Sunday night. So I'll catch you guys back here Sunday Evening, 8 o'clock Eastern Time. Thank you very much, everybody. Be safe. Much love to everybody. Thank you. Licensed Relationship and Sex Counselor, Greg Dazinskis, also known as Master G, the art of relationships will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy in your romantic relationships. He will also welcome live calls from listeners in helping with these very challenges. Heard of the old repetitive and tiresome tit-for-tat arguments? Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a quick, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax to a happier you. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan, but to some of us, he is simply known as Master G.